Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. We are happy to be back for another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. Hello. How you feeling? Um, I feel like I have unfinished tasks. Same. <laughs> That's just how I feel. And today is the, not the first time that I feel, I'm like, it's too early to call it. That's how I feel. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why that's funny. It's too early to call it. <laughs> it's too early to call it. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm waiting for somebody to intervene and help me, but I don't know who that would be. Yeah, today was stressful as hell. Like, um, so I'm like, yeah, it's definitely... Um, too early to call it, but what's it called? There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and I think this weekend is going to be um, I think it's going to be a nice this weekend. It helps. It, it it when it's rainy and stuff like that, it makes stuff like um increasingly worse. Yeah, yeah, and it's just I feel miserable. Like it has been raining like so hard and. I'm used to saying to myself, like, rain ain't that bad. But this was the type of rain where I'm like, literally, I don't want to drive in it. I, I, it's cold rain. So as soon as it touches your skin, it's like, it, it chills you. I'm a weirdo. I always feel like, oh, I, I drive. So I don't really keep track of umbrellas. And like, I always feel like I have one in my car. Then I go reach in the back seat and it's not there. But I'm usually like, whatever, I got natural hair. I could just run into this market. I ran into a restaurant the other day. I was soaked. I had khaki pants. I looked like I peed on myself. It just was like, it was, a ter- <laughs> I just was so embarrassed. It was so terrible. And I just, you know, the only good thing I liked is that on Sunday, I stayed in the house all day. Yeah, I was just like, I could not, like, my mood went like, like, everything went down. I'm like, I'm like, the world is ending, everything shit, like, it just felt, everything declined, like, real bad because it's raining. I'm like, I felt like, I'm like, no wonder, like, I felt like I was in fucking London or something. Yeah, and then I just thought about it, like, at some one point, I was, like, considering a Portland move, I wouldn't have been able to make it. (laughs) Because apparently that gray, consistent, cold rain is their weather the majority of the time in the winter. And like, I'm just not her. Like, I wouldn't have the motivation to do anything. Yeah, like when I went, I I went to the gym in the rain on Friday and that was, I feel like from there, that messed me up. Like, I felt like cold. I felt like I was about to get sick. I felt miserable. I mean, I'm glad that I went, but I just felt nuts. I felt absolutely nuts when I got home. Like I didn't. I feel like I was outside of my body. Like it was just sensory overload. I just felt like I'm like, dang. And some people live like this. Yeah, yeah, brave, brave people. But I, I just feel like my life is on pause until the weather is nice. I, my my skin thrives better in the in the warmer weather. My hair thrives better in the warmer weather. 
I'm able to be more fit and eat better and move around and go to the gym. Like I'm hanging out. I'm taking walks constantly. Whereas in this weather, I just don't feel my best. So that's kind of been my week of just trying to push through and be optimistic because I know that these feelings will change, but I just have not been feeling my best these past few days. And I think it's just because of the rain and just been been in the house so much. Yeah, exactly. That's not, like I I went yesterday. Um, I made sure um to work out. I felt good, but after it, like I like to walk around after my workout, and it was just gray as hell. I was like, Ugh. and I was cold. Oh my god, I was one of those colds where I was like, yeah, because you like underestimate that. it when you get dressed because you're like, hello, it's May. Why is it this damn cold? And a May cold is typically not the same as the October cold, huh? Fooled us. It is. It's that cold. So here's the hope. Here's hoping to better weather. Like it looks like tomorrow. I see the cloud. Thursday cloud, but it's gonna be get up to like sixty, and then fr- from Friday on, things seem to get to be a lot better. So I'm really looking forward to that. And also. I have nothing planned this weekend and I fully intend to keep it that way. <laughs> like I'm I get my hair done. You getting your hair done? Mm-hmm. Oh nice. I'm taking my hair out. So and I'll be washing it myself. But I didn't know you were getting your hair done this weekend. Yep. Yippee. Yippee. Yep, I'm getting my hair done. But I'm just getting a braid. I'm getting a steam wash. Um, and then a braid out. That steam wash so, looks so damn soothing. But I'm going back to wigs. Um, it's been fun, y'all. Um, but I'm going back to wigs because I'm like, I want to be able to work out freely. I mm. mean, I'm going to work out freely anyway, but. It's a lot to <laughs> deal with your hair afterwards. Like, I loved my sewing and I know I'll get another one again, but it's definitely not going to be until like November. Yeah, and if I get a sewing, I'm definitely probably not going to get a versatile one next time. Because that's a lot of hero. If if um, the invisible part was cute, I would get that. <laughs> that's how much I hate. I know. Is this over ugly? It's so ugly. But you know what you could do? It's those. It's like a half wig, but people are getting. It's called a U part or a, a U part and a V part. So you can go to the shop. They they do it there. So all the back of it is like already sewn. It's like a wig. They put it on and then they take like two braids out in the front and then you have a little bit of leave out. Another thing I've been seeing people do is they get that hair. You know the curly hair making a stallion hair right now. I love it so much. Yeah. Well, people mm-hmm. sew the they they kind of do like the invisible part look, but then they start like pulling the weave out like a little bit so that it looks like frizzy and then that's the leave out kind of like how folks do crochet braids yeah that's kind of how the u part v part goes and but they sell it like with straight hair like if you ever like look for wigs and stuff and it's a u because at first i never knew what that was mm-hmm. i never knew what u part v part was and i'm like what the fuck is this and then I started looking at people do it. And I was like, oh, my God. I wish I would have known it before I got my sewing. Let me look at it. You part, be part. Let me see. I'm definitely about to be in my um, protective hair style bag for the rest of the summer. Because these braids, 
I'm really trying to hold on to them for dear life. And they look great. The older they get, they look great. But it's to the point where I know I need to take them out because I need to wash my hair. But yeah. um, I, w- I would keep them in for another week. Um, but I saw these these mini twists are com- like are in in for the summer. I've been seeing so many girls do this particular twist where like you twist your hair, then you like you coil the ends. And I always like to wear my hair in coils in the summertime. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to try the twist coil look um, Mm -hmm. after this. And I also am excited to try like rods. Okay. I see what you're talking about. I have seen this, but it still requires your hair to come out. Right. Yeah. Um, but I like all the, a lot of times I thought that people had sewings. It's like this is what they had. Okay, I get and it. I'm I like, get it. Because you can adjust the part to make it on real some thin. Of them to make it sw- yeah. All right, I get it. Oh yeah, that is cute. And that would be nice if you want to experiment with straight hair, but not like uh like it, for me because I don't wear my hair straight because it would be embarrassing two days later if I did that. <laughs> Um, but if they have it, they have curly hair. But I like well, I want to so. wear straight hair sometimes. What I'm saying, so maybe like if I knew like I could just do it for an event and not pay for a full sewing and then take it yeah. off and do it another time. That's cool. And like look at this one. I just sent you one that's like even like you can see how thin. It was. This is so crazy. A lot of times oh, I nice. thought a lot of girls had sewings, but this is what they were getting. Hmm. Maybe this could be a summer vibe too at some point. Thank you for sending me this. And it's not that expensive when you think about how much hair is plus labor to do it. It's just, you know, it's not that big. And also sometimes you could put this on with a hat or scarf. Exactly. (laughs) We getting creative this summer, ladies. (laughs) Right? That's so cute. That look like if you put, because I like to do that scarf look and you just have the rest Mm -hmm. down if you just want to give your hair a rest. Especially with bandanas being like, I've always liked bandanas, but like I really, really have been wanting to play around with scarves more this summer. Saying that's so crazy. I never knew what it was. I would see that, but I was like, oh, that's too complicated. But actually, it's not even complicated. It's easy. I'm like, yo, the more I learned about, but it's good because I would have never learned about that if I didn't get a sewing. So I'm like, everything happens. Everything happens for a reason. And I personally really like the sewing. So yeah, I don't, I definitely don't regret my sewing. I think it like, it made me excited. I'm like, oh, like I'm getting back into the hair games, like whatever. (laughs) I definitely did not regret it, but I'm just like, golly gee. Not golly gee. Yeah. Getting a sewing once you get back into your workout bag, it's like, two things that it's just like oh like do i really need another barrier (laughs) exactly Um, because i've just been wearing my hat this week no i feel that 100 percent. and i also love that we kicked off this conversation get into some hair talk because it's so important our next hairstyle it's like one of the most important things in the world our next hairstyle no for real especially as black women but yeah it is i i just always just love speaking about i mean i said speaking like talking about hair like so freely um and like getting excited about it because i'm somebody that i get so frustrated about my hair and then from tiktok huh i learned that i think i might have a sensory issue um with my hair yes uh savvy is the same way she hates her hair being done that's why she keeps it short 
yeah that's why it's certain like that's why i'm like certain styles i cannot get because like when i get my hair done sometimes i get frustrated i get angry and i'm like i think it's a sensory issue yeah also i feel like sabrina you have hair that like people don't be wanting to take their time with so it can be like it can be hurtful like sabrina has a lot of hair and it can get knotty at the ends and I feel like I've, I've been one of the people to like touch your hair the most. It's not difficult, but people don't know how to deal with natural hair. And that might also like it, the way people like pull and yank and like hair in the comb, like go through and snap. People just don't know how to take like they don't know how to take their time with it. Yeah, that's very true. I was watching a, a video after this. So we can move on. But um, I was watching a video of this little girl who she don't like gel like the cold gel and every time like she get her hair braided she like cries and freaks out and have a meltdown when they get to put in gel on her hair oh my gosh yeah her mom realized that she had like a because people on tiktok was like hey have you got her checked for like having a sensory issue um and so now she realized like oh she like it's the like she don't like cold she don't like mousse she don't like gel like she'll freak out Mm-mm-mm. and i was like oh my gosh i think that's me because my hair like if my mom is not doing like ever since i stopped getting my hair done by my mom it's been like an issue but i don't be freaking out in the chair because i'm a big ass lady but <laughs> um like in my mind i'll be having a meltdown i feel that I feel that I am also annoyed with my hair, but I also am, I miss, I got uh, the opposite issue. I love to play in my hair. I always, I'm always picking at my hair. I always got my hands in my hair, pulling. My grandma used to tell me when I was a kid, keep your hands out your hair. But I'm always, I would pull my hair out the braids. Y'all let me know if you also used to do this when you were a kid, like your hair would be in a ponytail or something and you would start to pull your hair out the ponytail and like try to like twirling it around your finger. It's just something <sighs> wrong. I just like, I like to keep my hands in here. I should have been a hairdresser. I really should have been a hairdresser. I really don't touch my hair. I love it. All right. So let's get into this phase four, shall we? So we all know the, the Met Gala was yesterday it was met gala monday um if you're well today's tuesday you'll be listening on wednesday it was monday so we have for our faith for we have our four favorite met gala looks starting with you so right off the top i really freaking love what jenny ortega had on that was cute Um, she's so cute the actress that played wednesday adam I loved it, like, from head to toe. Um, Somebody said it was giving Monster High, but, like, that's perfect. But I loved that outfit so freaking much. It was so cute. It was so adorable. Um, I feel like it was well-fitted. I loved the shoes, the fact that she had platform. Um, Oh, my God. Oxfords? Is that what they call it? I forgot. But she had those shoes on as in a platform like i just loved it and i love when like like i loved how the the um the skirt it just looked everything just looked very vintage but like modern at the same time and it also was like very goth like i just loved it it was so cute to me um my second one no surprise but this is no order because she would have definitely been 
number one, who's in order, Young Miami. I literally, my jaw dropped when I saw her outfit. She was amazing. Like, my jaw dropped. I'm like, she really is a star. She is. Like, that is so crazy. Like, she really looks so elegant, everything. Also, like, I just love seeing, like, a body with, like, a BBL body in that element. And I'm like, people always talk about, oh, like, if you this, you that, it's going to look tacky and stuff. She ate that up. She looked amazing. She looked amazing in her um after party outfit. She looked amazing in that outfit. Like, she just looked beautiful. She's a gorgeous like, girl. Stunning. She's just so pretty. She she's so pretty. She is so pretty. And, like, also, she's so pretty in a way where it's like, you know a girl that looks like that. And it's just like, just to see somebody that looks like that. Like, she just looks like a natural pretty girl. Yeah, she's really na- a naturally pretty but familiar, like in a way, it's like familiar in a way that it makes you be like, oh, she from my neighborhood. Like the pretty girl from my neighborhood made it. Like that's how I feel when I look at her. Exactly. Um, and the next one is Cardi B. Um, I love the pink um dress, the the pink gown she had on, pink ensemble, if you will, she had on, and also um what she had on on the Met Gala carpet. Um, excuse me. I love how much of a fashion girl Cardi B is. Like, that warms my heart so much. Like, I could just tell that she loves fashion so much as a kid. And, like, now that she's finally that fashion girly, like, it just, it makes me so happy to see. Because I feel like she's wearing everything that she wanted to as a kid. And, like, like... She's somebody that when I look at her, you could tell when she was younger, she'll say, oh, when I get money, when I get on, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, she's actually doing it. Like her team never misses. Oh, my God. From hair to makeup to it's everything. And the energy, too. And the energy. Like, I just love it. I love it. Um, And last but not least, um, Doja Cat. Mm Mm-hmm. Doja Cat outfit was so cute. The fact that Doja Cat dressed up as Carl Lagerfeld's cat, Chopet. Um, that was very cute. Um, my mom's only request is she wished she had on blue contacts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because the cat had blue eyes. Um, but yeah, I think she looks so beautiful. And also, I love that she wants to go there she always (laughs) does she always does i love that so much i love it i love it and she did it and she did it in a way like now i feel like and she's another person i feel like she said that when she was a kid like when i get on when i have the money i'm gonna do xyz like i feel like she definitely was the same type of way um that's because that's how i would be like wearing prosthetics with a gown and cat ears. Cat, like, the nose and mouth took me out. That nose to like, mouth part, because it was so pretty. You know, it was, it was something really about wanted... she just looks so pretty. And I'm like, she how did. does she look pretty? Like looking like literally otherworldly. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see uh, uh, the 
people who do effects makeup that I follow haven't posted anything, but I really want to know who did that um those prosthetics because it looked great. Um, it was it was very seamless. Yeah. Um. Yes. So, and I think she only had a piece on her nose and her top, the top of her lip, because usually when it's a prosthetic like that, it's um just like half of your face. But it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, and like I said, seamless. Like in pictures, you couldn't even see like the lines for the latex. Um, yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. It looks it so, looks so, so good. And good. honestly, she was my favorite look. Um, she was like my favorite look of the entire night. But I knew we both were gagging about that. So I was like, I was prepared. I knew you was going to name her because you should. She should be on everyone's list. Real quick before I get into my fave four. Um, I love looking around at the comments on different like blogs and stuff about what people say. So I literally was cycling through all like, mm, okay, let's see what they said on complex. Mm, okay. Let's see what they say here. Okay. Mm, let's see what they said on GQ. And of course I went to the shade room and Tyrese in there on a, on the, on the picture of Doja Cat, Tyrese comments, I was like, shaking my head, man. I missed the nineties. It's like, you are such a loser to comment on what Doja Cat is wearing and say you missed the 90s. Why do you miss the 90s? Because that's the last time you was relevant. And because everybody was dressed in like slinky gowns with spaghetti straps. Is that why you missed the 90s? Like, you're not there. You're on the shade room commenting with everybody else. So just be quiet. And also... um, People did stuff like that. In they the really, 90s. first of all, like, did you, hello, Dennis Rodman was like at his peak in the 90s, but also a lot of black girls didn't feel safe enough to do it in, in some ways, you know? Yeah, that's very So it's true. just like, do you, to say like you wish it was the 90s, it's like, well, guess what? A lot of all black women and black, uh, quirky black women don't wish it was still that particular time where being different was so difficult. And finding representation was so hard. So I just thought that was so annoying that he said that under Doja Cat's picture, it was like top of mind. Like she looked fantastic and she's hilarious. Somebody was giving an interview and they was like, so what are you wearing? And she was like, meow. Like she was literally responding (laughs) like a cat. She's hilarious. And she like, she is literally provocative. Like she makes you be like, what is she going to do next? So fun. It's so fun. Doja Cat really did that. And she's having so much fun with it. Um, so Margot Robbie, people were saying her look was boring, but I don't know why I loved it so much. It was so, I guess because it was beautiful, I guess because it was beautiful. It was giving like Barbie, it was giving like cosmopolitan clean. And also at the same time, like to, to look that fresh and feminine and pretty and black, I think it's kind of difficult. I don't know what it is. Was her hair, but it kind of, she reminded me of like a woman from like the head and shoulders commercial in the nineties. <laughs> like, you know what? I didn't see her outfit. Yeah. I really like this. It, it's, it was this video of her walking and smiling and she just looks so happy. I love that video and I love her, her dress. Like people said it was boring. I like the way she looked. She's just a gorgeous, she's really a baddie to me. She is very pretty. She definitely is perfect for um Barbie. Yes. Next is Dua Lipa. I just liked the how Yes! Oh my gosh, she looks amazing. Some people just can give so much with so little. And I mean that in the best way. Like she wasn't like a lot of people think, all right, Met Gala. 
you gotta wear something real big in height or width. Or you gotta wear like a bunch of jewelry. You gotta have like thing. You have to dress like otherworldly. Whereas her, her dress just it was just the the silhouette of it, and her frame, and that big ass Tiffany's necklace around her neck. She just looks so fucking good. She just she looks beautiful. Also, I love how black her hair is. Yes, yes, yes. It was like. <sighs> what's the word it was like cinderella e, but also peasant e, but also goth e, but also angelic all in one and I, I really really liked it she looked amazing i loved how her dress moved it looked like um like if you ever watch cinderella when they dance they just look like they're gliding across the floor that's how her dress gave that illusion yeah i love that that was so beautiful rihanna just because i i just I always look for her and I really, really like the fact that she was, she always going to have her belly out, right? That's, <laughs> that's my favorite thing about her. She always going to have her titties out and her belly out and we got a chance to peek at both. And I also love the fact that her sunglasses had eyelashes on them. I just live for Rihanna so at the Met Gala. She mentioned something about how the flowers on her dress took 30 hours a piece to make and like it can be easy to just focus on how people look to the point where you get lost in the fact that there is somebody's that is somebody's job to make this dress and i'm like the person making a dress spending 30 hours on each flower probably like had to do rework it because her she just announced she was pregnant in like February. So they probably was like, damn, we need to add more flowers. We need to resize it. And she said something like about how she decided to go last minute. So I think she looked really great. Like, cause <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> she decided to go to Mecca last minute. She probably was in her first trimester. Like I ain't going there. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Let me show out real quick. So I really liked her look. She looked beautiful as always. And there are some pictures of her just like folded her flowers with her sunglasses on just staring and i'm like yep exactly that's the one um and then finally finally holly bailey is our princess she is our she, princess i need to know what are they doing? i want to sit in the room what are they doing <laughs> and see how they do her and her sister what hair. are they doing with like, the locks because they have locks and not and I'm long like, heavy locks and how did they get that under some Marilyn Monroe like a Marilyn Monroe body wave wig I'm confusion cause that makes me be like that, cause I'm like oh I would never lock my hair because I like to be like versatile with certain stuff whatever they like make lock like hairstyles seem like endless like I need to sit in that room and see what the hell they doing because that hair was beautiful. And I, it was beautiful. And I love when black women hair is straight, but it's not bone yes, straight. Yes. Perfect. And I never, I'm gonna be honest with you. I always was like, oh, that's cool that they can redo their, their locks in different ways. Like I remember they put like, uh, Chloe, um, made her locks blonde. She can make her locks red. Sometimes they'll make their locks look like braids. I've even seen um, Chloe with really big hair. And I'm like, that's cute. But I'm never like that. Like, I can understand logistically how they could have done that, right? 
logistically, I don't get how they did Holly's hair so flawlessly while she has locks and transformed her like that with no lumps, no bumps, lace melted. That to me is pure witchcraft. It is, like you said, it just makes you reopen that conversation up about having locks. It does not mean you no longer get that versatility because they're showing something else. Now, granted, you have to have access to stylists that are that great, which, Mm -hmm. hmm, how many people really can do it? Like maybe Holly and Chloe Holly's uh, stylist, but still definitely an, an amazing. And also the cut of that dress. I love women's arms. Like that's just something I love. And I love when women wear that it's like not sleeve. It's not a strapless dress, but they, their shoulders peek out. Like they, it dips, the top dips in and you can like see the shoulder silhouette. I feel like anytime a woman wears that cut dress, they just look so strong, so feminine, so grown, classy. And then the flush colored dress is just was given like princess in another way. I love her red carpet style. She never disappoints me on the red carpet, Holly. Yeah. So love that. Um, I don't know if I can just give a quick shout out to Yara Shahidi who surprised me with them hips and that makeup. She, she <laughs> was a baddie on the red carpet and I didn't expect that. Also Janelle Monet, and who because she was also bodying it literally. Um, Bad Bunny looked pretty cool to me, and he looked really he, nice. He he's always fresh though. Like he really gives a fuck about how he looks, which is like refreshing. Time for these men to care about how they look. And also uh, Pedro Pascal, he was so happy to oh, be yeah. there. He was just he smirking was. and smiling the whole night. Shout out to my birthday twin. I love him. I really love that guy. He looked good. Like, he had something on simple, but I'm like, all right. At first, I was like, when people was like, ooh, daddy or something, I'm like, all right, he he, all right. But last night, I'm like, all right, he fine. I see He's it. 100% he fine. <laughs> he looked good. He's fine. But I feel like, stop, guys. Y'all making him uncomfortable. I know. I don't think he likes that. I don't think that. he like I mean, it. And I, I feel like I could speak for him because we had the same birthday. Yeah. I feel um, like we, we, had, we know him and he would be, he could be friends with us. Yeah, I feel like he's shy about that. Yeah, he's shy about it. It makes him uncomfortable. He just wants to be a normal, approachable guy. That's what I get from him. Yeah. So. Without y'all acting like, we ain't nothing but I don't know. Yeah, like, he don't give, like, don't call him daddy. Like, he want to be called, he want to be called uncle. Like, like, he wants to be everybody's (laughs) uncle, Pedro. Like, he don't want to be y'all. He don't like that. I could tell that he don't like it. So, no, he might be the biggest freak of them all. I'm telling him he don't like it. Hold up now. Hold up. All right. And also was disappointed that Zendaya couldn't come, but she is literally working her little hiney off. No, her and that man was having fun the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Not that man. (laughs) You know, you know that clip of Chloe when she was like, liars. That's how I felt. But wait, her boyfriend or that guy, Timothy? Her boyfriend. Okay, so... I was in I was in Gen Z business um earlier today. <laughs> I was on TikTok at Gen Z business and his, I think his name is Ch- Timothy Ch- Chalamet. Ch- Chalamet. He actually is close to our age. He's a millennial. Ain't that good? Oh, he's 27. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I guess so. The reason why I was in Gen Z business is because Gen Z was arguing about like if Zendaya was cheating on Tom Holland with Timothy because they have been doing, they have been such good buddies. 
and their press tour for Dune that people are starting to be like, this is chemistry. So I said, let me see for myself. And I went and I watched the video and I'm like, Zendaya is just too cool. And he's too cool. They're two, they're two very charismatic people together to the point where I could see the, like the tension, but I'm like, I don't think that's it. Yeah, I don't think that's it. I think they just have like I think they really truly are buddies. And I think her and Tom gonna get married. Yeah, if they not already. Yeah, I, they give me that they already married because they was having fun. No, they was at an Usher concert. That's what it was. <laughs> no, they having like, fun. Somebody was like, "What song? What Usher song do he know?" Oh, Tom. <laughs> Usher is not just yeah. a black artist. <laughs> but like they that's why I'm like, no, you talking about she busy working her body. She was singing, she was having a ball. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Uh, why do you make it like Tom Holland don't know Usher? Like he really is I a superstar. That. But um I okay, all right, I get what you and she she was having fun. But you know what? That's her right too. She said something about how she wants to. She won't be on a red carpet as much. But I'm like, damn! Out of all things to miss, why the Met Gala? It seemed like she'd be at the the Soul Train Awards and everything else, but then she missed the, this this award. She was having. I mean, this so gala much fun. She was dressed down, singing. She was cutting up. That's what I'm like. I mean, you know, she deserved to have fun, but she was having. You ever see have see somebody having too much fun? <laughs> She probably was doing an A-Town stomp, listening to Yeah, real hard. She was like, yeah, she was having a ball. I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> I think she had like a gray hoodie on. Like, she was just... <laughs> she funny. Oh, my God. And Beyonce. Like, <laughs> but you know what it is? Beyonce is working out. Um, That's what I think is happening right now. Yeah, I be, I don't even... I'm so immune to Beyonce not coming to stuff that I'm like, uh, I pre-don't even care. I honestly just noticed in this moment that she wasn't there. I just noticed yeah, that I, she wasn't there in this I moment. Really, but I'm also like, if Beyonce is literally in Soul Cycle this second, like she's exercising. And the reason I feel so confidently about this is because when um, at the Oscars... When they had that Oscars like show after after the after Oscars party, her arms look so toned. And I'm like, yeah, she's um she's snapping right now. Like I just feel like she is going to be in hiding until her tour starts, which is the first European date is about to come up. Oh, she's gonna be in Europe first? Yeah, isn't doesn't she start in Europe first? Am I wrong about that? I don't know. She probably is. All, all I'm paying attention to is the show that we're going to. I think we're the first in the U.S. Philly is. Let me just look. Beyonce Europe Tour 2023. I said Beyonce Europe Tour. I said Las Vegas. Like, come on. Don't you know I'm trying to, like, do a podcast in? Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, May 10th. That's the, the, yeah, so the European and UK leg of the stadium in Stockholm on May 10th. She's nice. With further dates in Brussels. Oh, my God. So, we'll start being able to see clips on Instagram starting on May 10th. I don't know if I want to see clips. I think that she's going to change it when we, like she always do. She changes her outfits and routines. Um, 
like at different parts of the tour. I definitely, I feel like I could see it on Instagram, but it's never going to compare to seeing it in real life. I need to see it. I can't. I don't think I, I know. I'm you, not going to be able to turn like away. <laughs> you know that I like to be surprised. There's no way I'm not, I'm going to be able to ignore it. So I'm just okay with seeing it, but I won't send it to you. If that's what you're saying, I will respect your boundaries. Yep, I won't send it to you. I'll send it to my own brain and just talk about it by myself. No, it's going to kill you. Not that you care. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't act like you care now. What the heck? You don't care. Okay. So, yeah. Damn, we really said the hell with the outline, huh? Oh, yeah. I for- I'm sorry. Look at Who that. Cares? Look at that. We were scrambling for change. Yeah, they'll be the so they'll was, be next next week's conversations for for a Yeah, for, we were scrambling for change, y'all, because like I felt like nothing was happening besides the Met Gala. Um yeah, I'm nothing besides the Met Gala and everybody worked it. So yeah, but look at us. We were able to pivot. But it's always good to have an outline. Yeah, it's always good to have an outline even if we don't use it because, again, it's just so nice at the end of the day to be like this is a one space where if we don't do what we're supposed to do, we pay no price. That's hilarious. We really spend a lot of time in space. Yeah, I think it's because we haven't been talking about tea for so long, but just because we haven't been talking about it doesn't mean that we haven't been in our pop culture bag. Like, that's the thing. I really am obsessed with pop culture. I know, I think we both are literally, we keep track of things that have happened <laughs> and like what's going on. So it's like exciting to talk about it. Did you see Lala's outfit while we we're still here? She was there. Never mind. Um, did you see uh, Rita's aura, Rita Ora's <laughs> outfit? She looked beautiful. Rita Ora, I thought it was Beyonce at first. <laughs> ah! Deandra sent me this post. It was like, I got to give it to her. Like she, if you want to talk about hanging on by a thread, <laughs> Rita Ora. But the thing is, when she step out, she know how to act. But I'm, I feel like, why did she be there though? What has she done to be there? I th- well, first of all, she's married to um, a writer director um, who did like Marvel movies, starred the Marvel movies, um, has wrote a bunch of good movies. I'm being biased because I really like him, but um, yeah, so she's married to him. Um, I feel like she's somebody that she might do some writing. I don't know. But I felt like there were more uh hit people that were home. That's why. And like maybe that could have been their choice that they were home. But I am curious about that. Like sometimes I do feel like I'm sorry, is that light skin privilege? <laughs> yeah. Be. But honestly, I feel like it was more she was there with her husband. She be there every year. Even before she had the husband. She, she always around. But no, they've been married for they've been married for but a minute. The fact that I don't know how she even came to fame. Yeah, oh, that part. Yeah, that part. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Being there with your husband is one thing. But before she had a husband, she has always 
just guest hosted things, appeared on red yeah, carpets. Yeah, I don't know. It's like we're, she's an industry plant that nobody talk about. And so Rita she, ain't never did nothing to me. I don't have, I have no understanding of her being problematic. But when you talk about people who just be working versus Rita Ora, it's like, why is she literally at every major event? Yeah, no. Go, it's a, it's a, I'm not complaining about it for clarity. I'm confused, yes, but I respect it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I really don't think that I'm conveying this the correct way. You gotta respect that. Who gives like, a fuck how fun. exactly what she did? I just think I want to know so I can maybe do the same thing. But yeah, because I feel like well, she is. It says on her Wikipedia she's a singer songwriter. Um, wait, I thought they was married. Yo, Tom is crazy because I thought they was married for longer than this, but she's been with him since 2021. That's what I'm saying. Thought- I've never seen her. I just started hearing, and this is another thing. I be hearing, I, I follow E! News on Facebook. So I be literally hearing about Rita Ora on face, her, her husband on Facebook. And it's like, I was like, oh, I didn't know she was married. So I'm like, oh, this must be a recent marriage. That's why I was uh, th- thinking that. But look at Victor- Victoria Monet. Was she there last night? No, she don't give me make out. I feel like she be want to go be on. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. But she better have been invited. Well, you got to pay. Well, you do get invited, but people do pay for it. It's 50K. Okay. Maybe she didn't feel like it was that worth it to go. Yeah. But also, like, if you want to talk about singer, songwriter, I just figure, like, she's wrote yeah. Thank You. She's helped write Thank You Next. So I'm sure she got yeah, the money. No. For real. <laughs> it just made, I, I, you don't know. That's the thing. You can't make too many assumptions because some people really, like, for example, people like Andre 3000, people like Nas. Like, I think it was Sean who was telling telling me that, like, some people literally don't apply to be nominated for certain awards. So that's yeah. why they can't get a Grammy. And maybe it's the same thing with something like the Met Gala. People are like, I don't actually want to attend. It's just, again, I got to respect it. But I'm curious. I notice it every year. I'm like, again, again, <laughs> how long is it going to go? Um, or she just keeps coming. Yeah, I was trying to figure out. I was trying to find her um, accolades with the stuff that she wrote. Um we will be back with that. Literally beautiful gowns. Um, moving <laughs> in to Ice Spice really quick. You were sharing some feedback about her earlier. First of all, I'm just happy that she's there and having a good yeah. time. Like, I feel like Ice Spice yeah. just be having fun. <laughs> she really be having fun. <laughs> <laughs> she really be having a great as grand as time. And I love that for her. Same. I'm happy she was there. Lil Nas X did what needed to be done too. <laughs> no, he's too funny <laughs> to me. Like that is just so funny. Like he just be doing anything. I saw this um tweet where somebody told like somebody posted a picture of him like as a looks like he was like a server like he was dressed up as a server in a, a uniform and he was like i'm literally he retweeted it and said i'm literally always serving <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that was the met gala really really nice outfit um 
Also, we want to give a toast if we're going to transition from to- from you know Faith Forward to Toast for Assist to Serena Williams, who um showed up with her baby bump. Um, it was a pregnancy reveal at the Met Gala for Serena Williams and her cool dude Reddit rich husband. What's his name? Alex Ohanan. Alexander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry. Great guy seems. I'm so happy that she is pregnant again. I know she was mentioning um as she retired from tennis that like she really wanted to focus on uh ex- expanding her family. So it's nice to see her doing it. Shout out to her. Queen. Yes. Um and also um shout out to you all for um, writing us on the Black Girl Brunch page with Toast for Assist. Like, this is our second week um, acknowledging the Toast for Assist sent by Bruncher. So thank you, China, so much for sharing this. Uh, China wrote to us um, sharing that she's a longtime listener and she wanted to nominate her friend Madison McGee. That's at Madison underscore McGee, M-C-G-H-E-E. Um, on Instagram. So Madison is a producer based in LA who works on a bunch of projects, but her most recent project is really, really close to home. So this month she's premiering a podcast about the murder and investigation of her um, father who uh, was unfortunately murdered when she was six years old and the case went cold. So she's releasing a podcast to kind of uh, investigate and bring awareness to the case. And the podcast is called Ice Cold Case. So that's at Ice Cold Case on Instagram. And it will be premiering on May 17th. So please let's all, you know, do our best to spread awareness to this and um, support Madison as much as possible. Yes. Also, very cool name. Yes. Very, very cool name. And wishing so much luck with this podcast and just the investigation. Yes. Right. So, do you wanna do you wanna skip the sunken place? Yeah. Yeah. Let's skip it. Let's bounce. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Saying let's uh-huh. bounce really shit tells our age. Um, <laughs> let's get to the sunken place. So- also, when I say let's bounce, I want y'all to picture it when Raven Simone said it, and I think the Cheetah Girls like. That's what I'm. That's what to. I felt too. That's what. <laughs> Every time I say it, I picture that in my head. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Also, have you ever heard of something called the Miss Pat Show? Yes, I have. Have you been watching it? No, I have not. It's, it's so good. I can't wait to go watch that once. Once we off. <laughs> <laughs> but Iman, that is definitely um. Your arena. The Miss Pat show? I will say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will oh say. Oh my God. Savvy like, put it on. I was like, this is so good. <laughs> I knew I knew it was Savvy. Yeah, you and my mom like similar types of media. <laughs> Sabrina, don't throw shots at me. Or your mom. I'm not throwing Similar shot. types I'm of media. Like- Just say ghetto. <laughs> not everybody wants to watch like, uh, what's the word? ghetto. The... It's- eclectic shit you be watching i didn't say everybody don't want to watch a documentary about like the beginning of horror like some of us just like to watch shows you know that's just fun i know and i was you was what i was saying 
that's what that's the way I could say it without being too crazy. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what this means. I thought uh, Miss Pat show is quality. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a combination of the Parkers, Medea, and Seinfeld. And I'll let you sit on that for a minute. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. So, um, what are we getting into? We're getting into the sunken place. Scoobity doop doop. Because you're trying to play me. Um, That's why I sat there and let that silence be awkward. <laughs> anyway. No, I, wasn't try- I really wasn't trying to play you. I just was like, I'm not going to say certain things. Um, <laughs> this is a podcast. Gro- you're supposed to say things. Growth. Um, not things that can cost me a job, but, um, <laughs> So, talking place. Um, this is so. As I guess, I haven't seen this behavior in a while. It was more so when, like, we were in high school, going into college, where people would get annoyed by trends. Like, you know, it was always that that one person that was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so sick of everybody doing the Soldier Boy, like, or something like that." Like, people would just get annoyed. And also, I don't know if this is like an ADHD trait or something like that. Me and like Iman is the same way. When I like something, I'm going to run it into the ground. Like me and my friends are always like that. Like me and like when I get my nails done by Savvy, we are constantly quoting Vines, TikTok, like in the same ones. We never get tired of it. But when people get like, so what sparked this conversation no names will be involved um somebody literally was so bothered by people saying oh she ate that or he ate that that she opened her notes app and put it on instagram and my this person's a business owner and they were so bothered by that. Like, you know how you get annoyed by something? You put it in your close friends. You were like, this is irritating. She took it to all of her followers to say, like, I want people to retire. Um, She slash he ate that. Like, it's annoying. And I'm like, at your big age, that's what's perplexing you? Yeah, I just remember, one, don't think it's that annoying. And number two, it's just like, I don't like when, like, a slang don't come from a certain community. And then yes. everybody, like, say that slang, for example, came from, like, LGBTQ plus people, right? Way before everybody else caught on. Or, like, how some slang will come from black aunties. Way before mm-hmm. everybody else come on. Like, hey, sis, that's, oh, come on. You know your great grandma mm-hmm. been saying that for years. Or child, please. My family been saying that. But everybody else catches on. So if you hear somebody who's now not part of that community to be like, we need to retire. It's like, bitch, you didn't create it to retire it. <laughs> yeah, it's not your thing. Like, it's really not your thing. And it's not that serious. Like, it's just a cat. Like, my biggest thing is I cannot stand fun police. I'm like, it's so hard. It's so. I'm like, there is literally people, like, there's literally kids dying on the street. And that's really perplexing you that people say, oh, she ate that. Like, and it's so casual. And I'm sorry. I don't care how many years pass by. 
she ate that, he ate that will always give to me. Like it will always do something to me. Yeah. And it's like, if you feel like a person, if you feel like she ate that is annoying, you can simply stop saying it. That's the only power you will ever have. <laughs> like, that's all. Just just simply stop saying it. Like there are there is some slang that phases out over time. Like it just does. For like for me, like <laughs> when people be like, so and so is the goat. I don't really identify with that. I don't really say that, you know, too often. If I do say it, it's to be funny. Like I'll call my grandma the goat or something <laughs> like that. But I don't really, you know. I don't really use it. But if somebody else was like, yo, she's a goat, even if it makes me cringe, I'm not going to be like, you need to retire that sling. That's Yeah, because I definitely do think saying the goat is like corny. Yeah, I think it's corny. But, but that's just my opinion. And also I realized that like slang is based on like the slang you use is based on so many of your identities. It also is based on your proximity, like things that people say on the West Coast versus what we say on the East Coast is going, it's going to vary. It's going to age. It's, it's going to have, it's going to be in different life cycles. Like remember when like people in New York were saying something, something big for a long time. And then the rest of the world caught on people from New York still going to say it probably because they always were talking like that. And it was just a phase or fad for the rest of us. So I, yeah. I while I don't think saying the goat is like, I think it's corny, but it's also like, it's just corny to me. Like that's all God, Everybody ain't got to stop saying it just cause I don't like it. So I, I just, I don't know when people are ready to move on from a trend because they're over it. It's like, you do realize that the rest of us don't care. Right. Like you could just not yeah, say it. like you not. Who are you? The cool police. Also, like I'm sorry. Maybe you're mad because you never ate that. Yeah, it's particularly saying uh, that like being being a cis straight woman saying we need to stop. It's like, girl, please sit down. Like you know, you have no say here, none whatsoever. And I'm. Sorry, that gets fun. Like now, when people be like, "Oh, she gobbled that," like I'm sorry, I'm gonna let her come. <laughs> Okie doke. So let's move on into common senses. Let's talk about having to defend ourselves all the time because it seems like we have to defend ourselves all the time. Yeah, especially like if it's not at work, it's outside of work. It's just very taxing, and I feel like taxing. And I feel like a lot of black women, we have to defend ourselves. If it's not like, um, say, if we're not saying anything, people are like, oh, my God, are you upset? And I feel like having to say, no, like, blah, blah, blah. That's defending yourself as well. Yeah. Like, it doesn't always look like defending yourself doesn't always look like, oh, I'm standing up for myself. Um and like in a combative way, sometimes you have to be like, sometimes defending yourself looks like like I'm not in a bad mood or you know, I'm fine. Like, you know, having to like I just like to be like quiet or I'm just like overstimulated right now. I'm taking a time. Like that's defending yourself as well. And I feel like as black women we have to do that a lot because like people automatically think that we're either angry or like we're uh disengaged or I guess we're plotting the protests or something like that. 
Yeah, I definitely feel like being a black woman is all about like my narrative and controlling it. It's like, honestly, to be a black woman, if you aren't good at like personal PR, then you are going to crumble. Um, I always feel like as much as I want to let this thing slide, people are going to, the stereotypes will win against me. So yeah. I want to let that that one little thing you said slide where you insinuated that I didn't know something. Unfortunately, I know that I won't be given the grace. I've I've had it happen already. Like the first half of my life, I've tried to just like let people like assume good intentions on me. But I realized when I was quiet, they just believed whatever the stereotype about me was. Like if I said, I'm not going to suck up. Or I'm not going to like talk about myself. I'm just going to let people see my work ethic. They didn't. They didn't see the work ethic. They saw the person who was like juggling and talking about themselves, even though they didn't fully do it the right way. If I don't, you know, if I try to say, oh, when they go low, I go high. If this person insinuates that like I'm incompetent in this space, then I'll just prove behind closed doors that I'm competent. That doesn't do anything. So instead, it puts me on, on defense at literally all times. So now in the meeting, you're saying something that's incorrect. Unfortunately, now I got to put you on the spot. Unfortunately, now I have to like, and and at first I would feel like, oh, bad. Like now I'm going to look like I'm defensive, but I would rather look defensive because that's what I'm being. And that's what I have to be in order to keep myself safe rather than incompetent. And the thing with defensive, like there's an art to everything. There's an art to everything. And there's a thing called nice, nasty. So if somebody says something to you, you don't have to be like, I did, I did it. No, you're lying. But it's just like, <laughs> you don't have to do it. Somebody say you didn't do something. Oh, let me double check that, you know, all of us can make mistakes sometimes. Oh, do you mean, <laughs> can I share my screen? Okay. Are you talking about this here? All right, yeah, because this looks like I completed it and sent it to you. Did you respond back? You didn't? Okay, cool. So just like letting things unfold like that, like and letting people feel the embarrassment of it all. Exactly. No, definitely. I definitely agree. Also, sorry, that was so funny. You said I did. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> doing it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, because people definitely will try you. Um, And sometimes like especially as a black woman you feel like you got to come in a room with that energy even before somebody tries yep. you um and another thing i want to now i remember what i wanted to say i don't know why like my whole life people have always made it a problem that i have been defensive and then for that like sometimes i have like pull back in certain instances because I'm like oh I don't want it but what the hell is wrong with being defensive I mean I, there's always too much of anything yeah it's always too much but I'm like as a excuse me if I feel like you are not telling the truth on me and I know my excuse me my truth then yeah there's nothing wrong I'm with like, it then. Going back, it's like what is wrong with defending myself. Yeah, in that case, there's literally no other choice but to defend yourself. Yeah, because I feel like I'm somebody that I could take criticism. Yeah. Like, I could take criticism. But if you're, like, lying or you don't see what well, I'm I doing... I simply don't agree with you. Or that. Because the thing is, like, if you... Even if... 
you think you're telling the truth, but I disagree with you. I don't have to f- listen to that shit. I don't have to. I don't have to be like, yeah, you right. I don't have to. That's the narrative that people have planned in their head about what's going to happen when they talk to you. They're going to give you feedback and you're going to accept it as the truth. Where in reality, if you go to somebody with some feedback, you should always leave some space for them to be like, I don't agree. <laughs> I don't see none of what you're talking about. Show me an example of that. Like you need to leave space for that. Exactly. You need to leave space for that completely. Excuse me. I've also got the um, reputation for being like argumentative to argumentative. Like I always got something to say or like if somebody says something to me and then I like take it for myself, they assume that I'm pissed off at something else and I'm taking it out on them. That's what people always do. Like, especially like family members. And it's like, no, I just know that if I don't defend myself I know where this is going to go and I also know that like I have been fighting like passively for years and I've been internally kind of like dying so it's like you may not have seen my frustration but that doesn't make it any less real so now Mm -hmm. I'm I may seem like I'm responding in this really intense way but it's because I've been communicating this just a lot kinder over the past few years and no action has taken place. So now I got to roll up my sleeves and get my mic, get my, uh, what's it called? My microphone out and, um, or Meg, or no, my, I thought you going to say something else. No, no, no. My microphone. I was going to say a gun. Oh, whoa. Now I got to get my Uzi out. No, I got to get my megaphone actually out and scream it to the top of my lungs because it's like, I've realized there's nobody else is going to protect me. Like I, whenever, like I, I take the fall for something that wasn't me or do something that I don't want to do like to, to make other people happy. I'm miserable. And like, I've realized that I can't function like that as a grown woman. I'm not doing it anymore. Yes, absolutely not. And I've been taking steps to do that more um, this year. Um, I've actually get, gotten positive feedback and like, I love that. Like so far, um, I'm so used to, sorry, I was about to say something. Uh, I'm going to say it anyway. But, um, like, I have been, like, very, like, assertive, standing up for myself and my job, standing up for, like, my coworkers because I really enjoy them, like, and standing up, like, advocating for, like, the patients at my job and stuff like that. And, like, I'm, like, I still have, I'm still dealing with, like, kind of being self-conscious about that because of my last position where, like, when I stood up, like, it was, like, negative. So, like, even before anybody say something, I'd be like, so I'm crazy if I say that. And it's like, nobody said anything like that. Like, I'd just be like, oh, so when I do that, I'm mean. And it's like, nobody said that, girl. You need to calm down. And, like, I just realized that this week I did that. I'm like, nobody, everybody's applauding me. Like, stop but i still have to get over being like um i guess uh villainized so yeah um it's i'm like oh i'm a hero now i'm not a villain yeah that is something that um i've also started to learn but it it, to be fair it's not accepted everywhere and um i think the challenge is like are you gonna be yourself even when it's not applaud applauded like, are you going to be yeah, yourself exactly. even when other people aren't, like, cheering you on? Obviously, it's better. I want that. Like, I love when people are like, yeah, keep that energy. Show up in that way. Keep going. Like, it, it validates you. Who wants to feel crazy? But also, it's like, that's how strong your values got to be to the point where when people try to make you feel crazy, 
you don't like back down. Yeah, because now I don't care. I'm like, um, yeah, I, since I was the villain once, I'm like, what's, um, you know, why not be the villain again? Exactly. And again. Exactly. But it is exhausting having to defend yourself all the time. And that's what I don't appreciate about being a black woman because people's unconscious bias are going to get in the way every single time. And it's like, I'm just so sick and tired of like talking about it. Like, because when is it going to change? Right? Like being a black woman where you just have the freedom and, and people give you the same grace that they give other folks. It's like, you can, you can show up way better than other people, be a high performer have show all these different things and people will still question you in ways that they don't question other people and you just have to kind of like be professional all the time I'm personally burnt out and for those reasons I have been less like I don't have the patience anymore (laughs) like the nice nasty is becoming more and more nasty like I just don't have it in me and I also like the other day Somebody asked me if I could do something, if I could include them on like a particular list. This list was reserved for special people. They had to be nominated. So when this person wanted to be on the list, I shared with them, hi, unfortunately, you know, this is the process and this is why you were on the list. Thank you. And they go, well, I do this. So if I could get on that list and they like share it like a higher up. So I said, no, you can't get on the list. Thank you though. Uh, you know, please read like previous email. And then their higher up goes, this person engages with this person and blah, blah, blah. Please add them to the list. Thank you. And I was like, no, period. Here are the reasons why. <laughs> and if you have any other questions, you can reach out to this person. Cause like, I won't be essentially, I won't be responding back, but I'm just no. like, this is the energy you get from people. And I, I'm so thankful that my manager was like you handled that so well and I want and she told me do not lose this do not lose this sense of I don't care how much power you think you have the answer for you is no she's like don't lose your bravery you know and I really again we want to go with the validation that was just like coming from somebody you report directly to and them saying like stay brave like that stay firm stay don't don't let people don't let authority like push you the one thing I got going for me is the fact that I am from North Philadelphia and I don't get pushed around I just don't like it's not in my DNA uh especially if you don't threat you don't if you don't, if you won't physically be a threat to me, you know. What the heck feel, is that? that? I hate when people don't want to follow. No, the rules and like was that. like, yeah. So Adam and I'm like, I don't know what you're smoking, but you're ne- the thing is you never working on the list. But now I'm not. Now you really never going to get on the list just because of how you are. But it's just like that was exhausting because why not just take no for an answer the very first time? And I always wonder. If I looked differently and if my name wasn't Arabic, if like I let's just say my name looked like something that you would associate with a white man, if my no would have just been final. Yeah, that is so cre- that creeps me out too. But, I'm gonna need you to put me on that list. That is so crazy. Yeah, and like the if another person wasn't as 
didn't grow up in the trenches like me and wasn't like rocked by, you know, like, I just feel like in some ways I'm a special case in the space that I'm in because not a lot of people from where I'm from end up like in like certain jobs because folks make it so difficult for us to get here. They do. It's not because I'm better than anybody else's because like there's only a select few spaces for folks from a certain area. And when you get here, like I have the the benefit of not being scared of anybody, but let's just say you were somebody else, like with the names of like another black woman who maybe wasn't from the same place I was from, wasn't taught to be fearless, not to budge. Then it could have been an easily easy bulldoze. Or what if one day I get tired of fighting? What if one day I just get tired? Like, that's what I question sometimes. Like one day I'm going to, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I cannot. I can't just argue and be challenged and told, no, like something is going to have to give. And I'm just praying. I know that like certain things help you a little bit more like money and status. It's never going to completely erase the hardships and that come with being a black woman and the need to defend yourself, but it definitely make things better. But I'm like, something's going to have to give because I'm not going to keep going back and forth with people like this. I'm not. Yeah. Like that is why. Oh my God. That just gave me the creeps. Yeah. I'm, like if you actually, and I'm actually polishing this back and forth up. I couldn't believe it. It was like, yeah. So I need you to add them. Thank you. Like that was the final response. No, I cracked my knuckles and start going so hard on that keyboard. I'm like, no, mm-mm. we're not doing it. I tell some, I'll be telling people at work to read. I'm like, you need to read before you have a conversation with me. And like, I'm just like, I, I've been trying to fight the tough cookie allegations for a long time, but I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with it no more. I'm breaking and I'm unraveling. I can't, I can't be this person at work anymore. I'm tired of defending myself. And it's just like, it would be one thing if all we had to do was defend ourselves at work. No, you got to defend yourself like in dating online. It's just, I'm tired of it. Yeah, too much. Well, that really gave me the willy nillies. When people just shit out take no because I'm like, how are you outside of this situation? Yeah. And also like when people start trying to push me to do things, I start planting my feet into the ground to get real solid and not budge. So I'm like, because I need <laughs> me today when a patient said, Can you change from the elephant documentary? I said, no. First of all, wh- wh- what do you think you at? Were you about to have like selections of what we showing? It's not the movies. It's the doctor's office. Yeah, because every doctor's office don't do that. And also, the method to my madness is because it's something neutral. It's quiet. It's educational. It's not overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. So, and we already had a complaint about because I put on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> so i'm like no never gonna watch something neutral and i'm like so no and i really did not be like i wasn't like i'm just like yeah no we're gonna watch something like you know we're gonna put on something that's like you know that keeps it everybody chill you know yeah i know a lot of times like when i'm in an office of some sort it's usually like tamron hall 
or something like that playing. But I wouldn't have minded like a, a elephant documentary. I feel like I would have watched that. It would have been peaceful. It would have set the tone for the rest of my day of like something related to nature. But again, people just going to always ask you something. Yeah, and I had to work in that. Well, first of all, I'd be ignore, I don't even pay attention to the TV anyway. But it's like having something on where somebody is talking and like, a light cadence and stuff while you're working. I'm like, that's so, like, it's not distracting. It's like, even though I don't get distracted by TV, I, like I said, I'll be forgetting this on. But, um, yeah, so I'm like, there is a method to what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yes. So I guess, like, I'm looking for opportunities to defend myself less. And to me, that looks like being less involved with people i'm sorry that's been my final conclusion no for real because when you start going different elements and you know different you have to defend because some people don't know what you can handle what you what you can and can't handle and then some people will just like just try you for the fuck of it yeah people think everything you say is up for debate and it's not that is so it's really not to me everything i say i feel like people think is up for debate but the thing i i do realize quickly into speaking to me people do change their tone and that's what i'm happy about it's like okay i don't know what i gave or maybe you wasn't even maybe you didn't even see me until i made you see me and now we we have an understanding but even in my personal life i feel like everything i say is like I, if I say I don't want to go, it's like, well, why don't you? I don't want to go. I don't want to. Like, I'm yeah, that's too 30 much. years old. Don't you think I know if I would want to do something versus if I don't? Yeah. Like, I, get, I know what I want to do and what I don't want to do. I don't need convincing. I actually hate convincing. I think the people who Same. know me best know when I need to be pushed. But that's a privilege that you get for everybody, not just me. That's the privilege of being in somebody's circle that you say, I'm going to hold you accountable. I know you say you don't want to go out, but you've been in the house for eight days straight, Iman. You need some sunlight. Please, you need to go. You need to get up and go out. And I feel like if it's coming from you, if it's coming from uh, another really close friend, if it's coming from my parents, then I know that like, uh, I know that I want them to just take my word from it, but maybe it's coming from a place of love versus if you are telling me to go out not because you care about me you just want me to go with you mm-hmm. yeah that is self focus it's not and it's not honoring what i need right now which is to to relax because i'm burnt out from defending myself yeah it's too much in conclusion we're going to continue to isolate and go to solid core and try vegan restaurants and go to this, you know, take walks and isolate just a little. Hopefully with warm weather will bring a little bit more tolerance, a less having a less less of a defense uh vibe for us. Um, but that's it for this week's show, y'all. Please follow us on the socials. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Imamate and on tw- on TikTok at Imamate. You can also follow me on Twitter at It's Mate. And you can follow me at It's Frankenson on Instagram and TikTok. I'm um, in Frankenson underscore on Twitter. Um, yeah. 
and make sure y'all support the Patreon, okay? So our Patreon is pay as you wish. So you can um, do whichever level works for you, you know? We, we want to make fun for everybody. And be sure to uh, send us some email, love, at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we love y'all. Goodbye.